Welcome to the Sport Manitoba podcast, hosted by Nolan Cole. Welcome to episode 29 of the Sport Manitoba podcast. Nolan Cole back with you. I'm the digital media specialist at Sport Manitoba. At Sport Manitoba, our goal is simple. We aim to ensure every Manitoban has access to the resources they need to achieve their full athletic potential. And we do this every day by developing the skill sets of Manitoba's athletes, coaches, volunteers, and officials. We're also the main funding agency for amateur sport in the province with over 65 provincial sport organizations located inside our building at 145 Pacific Avenue. All of our previous episodes are available on all the podcast apps, so be sure to check those out. And we want to emphasize that we followed all public health and physical distancing guidelines in producing this podcast episode. We're keeping it in-house for this episode of the Sport Manitoba podcast. We had a major announcement come out earlier this month in regards to our new president and CEO. We'll talk to her next, right after a quick word from our sponsors and campaigns. Sport Manitoba wants to recognize all of the frontline workers, first responders, and volunteers who are helping to keep us safe during this public health crisis. On behalf of the entire amateur sport community in Manitoba, thank you for all that you do. Home is where the heart is, so this summer, show Manitoba some love. Keep yourself and others safe as you explore Manitoba and follow all local travel restrictions. Attractions, accommodations, and destinations around the province are working to keep you safe, so check their websites for information on operating hours, procedures, protocols, and other safety measures. For safe travel ideas and to get inspired to explore, visit TravelManitoba.com. Comair is dedicated to connecting our passengers throughout Manitoba and the north. When you arrive at the airport, all passengers will be subject to a check-in process, pre-screening questionnaire, and temperature testing. Masks and sanitation will be provided throughout our facilities. Our aircraft are cleaned and fogged between flights, ensuring a safe, healthy, and clean environment for all of our customers. We look forward to seeing you on your next flight. After more than 30 years working in sport administration, Janet McMahon was officially named the president and CEO of our organization on April 29th. This after six months in the interim CEO position and five years prior to that as the director of sport. Janet is a former athlete herself, having played basketball at the University of Winnipeg, and she's still an active cross-country skier and cyclist. Janet joined our podcast to discuss what she's learned over the years, the challenges of taking on the role during a pandemic, her vision for the future, and her reaction when she found out she got the job. Well, I have to admit it was a bit of a relief. Uh, the process was a long one, and uh, I was, you know, had been waiting, so it was, uh, it was just a real relief and, and excitement. Going back, what made you pursue a career in sport? Was it kind of your own experience as an athlete, or what drew you to it? Yeah, I think for sure it was my experiences in sport, and it ended up being my education that really helped me. I ended up doing an administrative studies degree at the University of Winnipeg and did a lot of political science and was very administratively focused. So I got lucky uh, with finding a job in sport in Brandon, where I grew up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it just sort of a combination of your your experiences, your history, and your schooling, it all just sort of fell into place for me. Which sports did you play? Like basketball I read at the UW, what else? Well, when I was younger, I did, you know, like most kids, I did all the school sports. I, I actually ran track for a while. I played volleyball. I 
played basketball, I played badminton. When I was really young, I actually played softball for a while. And then as I got older and finished basketball, I got into soccer mm -hmm. for a while. And now I do a lot of cross-country skiing and cycling. Do you have a favorite sport? Well, as I always tell people, my heart is still with basketball. I had so many great opportunities, yeah. um, traveling, meeting people all over the country, and, and really having some great friends. There's something about the teamwork and the camaraderie um, and just all the teachings that happen when you have to work as a team, when, learning how to win, learning how to lose, learning how to deal with opponents. And you learn a lot of life lessons. And I think that was, for me, a very memorable and uh, learning, a, a huge learning opportunity for me. Do you still coach as well? Not this last couple yeah. of years, but I have coached for a very long time. I started coaching right out of university. Took a few years off. I went back to Brandon, coached there with my old high school coach. Um, then I had an opportunity at Assiniboine Community College to assistant coach. Um, and then when I moved to Winnipeg, I didn't start back into it really until my kids started playing. And then I coached both my boys right through to, to the end of their time playing. And then after that, I still convened. So I always had a few teams that I couldn't find coaches. So I jumped in and, and took on some teams then. So your, your sport background as an athlete and then coaching, do you think all those things have helped you in your roles at Sport Manitoba? And do you think a lot of those things, those intangibles, those things you learn along the way, you know, you mentioned a few of them, will help you going forward? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think one of the things that's really key in this role is to be very grounded about what's happening down at a community and grassroots level to really understand what kids go through, what parents are experiencing, how difficult coaching is and the expectations of our society and all these pieces. And then I think also just understanding for me, I spent a lot of time in the funding end of it. So just all of the things that are taken into consideration to make those decisions are really helpful now when you're looking at a bigger footprint, um, a bigger scope, and really trying to fit all the pieces together. So I think having had all the experiences I had has been really helped. Okay, let's talk about like kind of the challenges of the pandemic. So obviously a, a tough year for everyone, including the sport community, the last year plus. Uh, I guess how challenging is it for you to maybe take on this role now during this time when a lot of the sports are still paused? Well, I think it's about predicting the future. So it's been very difficult because of just how much change there's been. And we really don't know. We're, we're trying to you know figure out what are the trends, what's going to change. So it's sort of trying to step out in front and maybe develop a few options and then figure out if we have to go into plan C because plan A and plan B didn't pan out. So I think it's just really that uncertainty and all the transition and not knowing definitively where we're gonna be both from a financial perspective, uh, from a membership based, from just opportunities that might exist. Are we gonna have competition to the level that we have? I mean, a big one for us is the Manitoba Games. Uh, you know, do we have to change the way we do business? And so for, it's really that uncertainty that is, is hard to plan for. Do you, and you mentioned Manitoba Games, some other things, do you, are there changes you think will come from this and that have already kind of taken place? Or is it too early? I think it's a bit early to tell, but I think more so maybe the changes that might come from, let's say, a public health perspective. I think there's people who are going to take some time to transition to say, do I want to get on a crowded bus or eat in a cafeteria with 250 people or sleep in a, in a classroom on a cot with 18 other kids? So I think that may be more uh, what dictates what happens versus, let's say, public health putting in new restrictions. 
and I mean, it's obviously been hard for for the athletes, right? And the parents. I mean, that has to be hard for, for you to watch too from your position. I think that's probably yeah. been the most difficult. I mean, I think we hear a lot about kids and their mental health, but just uh, watching kids, they are so desperate to have activity. And I think we forget that sport is sort of catapults in so many other areas, the socialization aspect. It's not just about playing that one sport or learning the skills. It's all those other things that come with it, the camaraderie, the life lessons, you know, the being with your friends. And I think that you can't uh, underestimate that. And I, what the pandemic has done for us, I think, is to really elevate uh, the role of sport in our society. People are really understanding how important it is and how they're just really want to get back to that, those opportunities. Absolutely, yeah. Janet McMahon is our guest on the Sport Manitoba podcast. Keep it here for the second half of our conversation after a quick break. Water and electricity are a dangerous combination. Keep appliances and electrical cords away from water and be sure your hands are completely dry before using them. A ground fault circuit interrupter, or GFCI, is a device that shuts off an electric circuit when it detects current beginning to flow through an unintended path. GFCIs should be installed anywhere appliances or power tools are used near water, like kitchens, bathrooms, and outdoor areas. This message is brought to you by Manitoba Hydro. Millions of teeth are lost or traumatized annually during sporting activities. Custom mouthguards are recommended by the Manitoba Dental Association as the best way to protect the teeth and prevent injuries to the soft tissue of the mouth, as well as the head, jaw, and back. Visit your local dental office to learn more or get fitted for your custom mouth guard. Talk to your dentist. Good for you, good for life. Sport Manitoba and Doctors Manitoba joined forces in 2013 to launch Fit Kids Healthy Kids. Both partners saw the need to promote physical literacy as a means to combat health risks associated with a sedentary lifestyle such as type 2 diabetes and obesity. Doctors Manitoba has been generously supporting Fit Kids Healthy Kids financially since its inception. Learn more at fitkidshealthykids.ca. Specific goals for the future. Do you have any specific things that you would like to accomplish that you'd like to share or is it a bit early for that too? Well, I think it's it's interesting having been in the six-month transition because when I really took on the job, my idea was that we'll just keep it stable, we'll just get through this pandemic. But now that I'm in the role permanently, there's some things that I can see and I think, you know, I'm, I'm my own being and I think there's change that is needed. So specifically what that is, is more around how we manage. Sport Manitoba has become a much bigger entity with our facility and the programming that we do. And I think there's always some restructuring that needs to be reviewed to make sure that we're as efficient as possible. So there's uh, some planning uh, certainly that's gonna take place and uh, hopefully we will move in some new directions in the future. I guess just broader than that, Janet, do you have an overall vision for what you would like Sport Manitoba to be in the future, whether it's just internally or kind of from an external point of view from the outside, a, a kind of a grand vision? Well, I don't know how grand it is, but um, I think what we really need to be and continue to be and be better at is to help our sport partners at a community, a local and a provincial level to really meet the demands that are out there from our consumers, from, from people who participate. And there's a lot of things in society that sport reflects. And so there's a lot of things that we need to reflect on, like, you know, things like inclusion, safety, uh, being welcoming, uh, and providing more of those, 
inherent or things that people think are inherent in sport, which really aren't. They really do need to be taught and they need to be focused on and they need to be enforced in the sense of making sure that these things are done for our children. And you've been here, you know, here for a few years, Jan, director of sport prior to this. Uh, how, have, how has the organization evolved, would you say, in that time? Oh, I think it's been a, a big, huge change. I mean, we used to be a renter of a building. Now we own our own facility. Uh, we are a house of sport where we house all the sports. We have the Hall of Fame internally. We have um, a performance center. We have a fitness center. We have our court facilities. And there is just so many additional services and programs that we run, we've, we, we've never given anything up. We continue to keep adding new things. And I think we're at a point of almost our max where we need to be more effective and efficient and better at what we do rather than adding new things. I asked Jeff Natchik this when he left in the fall and now I'll ask you, what makes a good leader? Wow. Um, I think a good leader is somebody who people can see who they are. Uh, it's very transparent. I think they need to walk the talk. Um, and I think it's really about having a vision and selling that vision to people and following through with the commitments and, and those things that you believe in and you want to see happen. Finally, Janet, the one thing you're most looking forward to in your new role as CEO? I think I would have to say just working with the team here at Sport Manitoba, the staff are amazing. Um, and I think just being able to bring us together now that we've been re working remotely and figure out the future of the team and how we continue to um, meet the needs of our partners and the expectations that might come at us in the future. Thanks for doing this, Janet. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks again to Janet McMahon for being our guest on this month's episode, and we congratulate her once again on becoming just the second president and CEO in Sport Manitoba's history. Certainly looking forward to working with her in the future. If you like this episode of the Sport Manitoba podcast, give us a rating and review and subscribe to our podcast. Each episode is available anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on social media. It's at Sport Manitoba on Twitter and Instagram and at Sport MB on Facebook. Finally, if you know of an athlete, coach, or somebody else involved in sport who you think would make for a good guest on our podcast, you can email me at podcast at sportmanitoba.ca. Look for our next episode in June. I'm Nolan Cole. Thanks for listening to the Sport Manitoba podcast.